Dunkin' Cold Coffee can be brewed at home in your Keurig coffee maker with Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods. Just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. This morning on the third hour of today, television's biggest night, the Primetime Emmy Awards, the winners, surprise reunions, and Christina Applegate's moving moment that stole the show. We have all the highlights. Hey, how does a four-day work week sound? Ooh, sounds good to me. The buzz behind a growing workplace trend. And could it really happen here? Then, later, NASCAR legend Jimmy Johnson is cruising into Studio 1A to tell us about becoming a Hall of Famer. And he's got some big news. Then, a spectacle unlike anything you've seen before. Chanel will find out live if she needs glasses. We say yes. The eye-opening results today, Tuesday, January 16th, 2024. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the third hour of today. We're all back together again. Oh, here. Hi, everybody. Hey, a beautiful morning here in New York City. Uh, we finally got a little snow. Take a look at Central Park. Yeah, that's uh, that more than nice. an inch of snow, which is the first time in 701 days oh. that we got more than an inch of snow. Uh, in fact, uh, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Baltimore, all breaking their snow droughts. So much snow in Connecticut. Kids have a snow day. Wow. wow. No school. Really? You know. It was really cool this morning. I looked out the window and I said, guys, come on over. Look, it snowed. It snowed. And Ollie had never really seen the ground snow. covered in snow oh. since he can remember. Oh, so really it was, cool. he was like, oh my gosh, look at what's going on out there. It's wow. fun when you approach it with wonder, right? Yes. Because if you approach it like, oh, this is such a nuisance, it just makes, yeah. you know. I thought it was a great it. night because it was so cold around much of the country. Everybody could just curl up around the TV, warm up and watch those Emmys. There you go. In fact, it was kind of <laughs> the perfect night to do that, right? Um, the hit shows like Succession, a lot of people said they were going to be big winners and they were. The Bear, yep. also a big winner. But there were many other memorable moments from the biggest night in television. NBC Entertainment correspondent Chloe Malassa, you awake this morning? Oh, yes. So I was curled up with my <laughs> laptop and I gotta say, it was one of the best award shows I have seen in years. So these Emmys, they were delayed for four months because of those Hollywood strikes, but last night's celebration of TV and its brightest stars, it really was worth the wait. It was a night of sweeping wins, big reunions, and touching tributes as Hollywood celebrated the biggest names in television. HBO's Succession snapping up Best Drama, along with three acting wins in its final season. This is a show um, about uh, family. Including Kieran Culkin for lead actor in a drama series with his own family moment on stage. A beautiful wife, Jazz. Um, thank you for sharing your life with me and for giving me two amazing kids. And Jazz, I want more. Hulu's The Bear swept the comedy category, winning Best Comedy Series. Star Jeremy Allen White taking the lead actor statue. And Iowa Debris winning for Best Supporting Actress, with an assist from our own Carson Daly. The Emmy Awards marking 75 years by reuniting some of TV's most iconic ensemble casts on recreated sets, including Cheers, The Sopranos, Martin, Grey's Anatomy, even SNL Weekend Update anchors Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. I'm Tina Fey, and we've reached the stage in life where we'll only present awards sitting down. And of course, the dancing stars from Ally McBeal. 
This night was also a celebration of diversity, tying the record for most winning actors of color. Abbott Elementary's Quinta Brunson became the first black woman to win lead actress in a comedy series in 40 years. I just love comedy so much that I, I, I am so happy to be able to get this. Nisi Nash Betts bringing the room to its feet with her acceptance speech. I want to thank me <laughs> for believing in me doing what they said I could not do. And I want to say to myself in front of all you beautiful people, go on, girl, with your bad self. One of the night's most touching moments came when Christina Applegate, who was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2021, received a standing ovation. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. By the way, here is a fun fact. A special congratulations to beef creator Sonny Lee. He is a former Today Show staffer, and he took home three Emmy Awards. Look so congratulations to wow. him. Yeah. That's amazing. We Isn't all that great? Well. There you go. <laughs> Okay. You know what, Al? It's all up from here for you, <laughs> so okay. it might might happen. Um, it was also a historic night for Sir Elton John. Yes. He became an EGOT winner. That means that he has an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, Tonys. Yep. I mean, wow. It's for his uh, farewell from Dodger Stadium live concert, mm. and he released an emotional statement. So, obviously, I mean, that's the trifecta for him. Yeah. And he did that Yellow Brick Road concert. I was able to see him live. It was that's amazing. Yeah. So he's not really doing big tours like that anymore, yeah. so it's like a perfect bow on yeah. his incredible I'm career. so yeah. happy that the Emmys stuck the landing. Yeah. Like, I, I, there's a place for award shows, in my opinion. I yeah. know people... And Anthony Anderson him. was spot was on as host. Probably and one great. of the best and I gotta say award this hosts in a long time. For the Academy Awards, if they're listening... It ended at 10.59. An <laughs> award show doesn't have to be four, four right. and a half hours. It Tell was the perfect. Oscars. But it's Tell also the Oscars. when it's entertaining. It, it works. Yeah. It was we, kudos. We end on time every day. There That's you true. go. We have no choice. Chloe, thank you. All right. Well, now to the state of the workplace. There are some new findings out about the future of working from home and even the possibility of a four-day work week. NBC News senior business correspondent Christine Romans is here with more. Christine, good morning. Good morning. My, how things have changed, yeah, right? If you're a fan of a hybrid work, you're in luck. It turns out it may be here to stay because CEOs are becoming more concerned with keeping employees happy and keeping them than forcing them back to the office five days a week. Frank, could you mute your line, please? From the dreaded mute button mistake to a revealing Zoom call. Hybrid work is here to stay. A survey of CEOs found just 4% say they'll prioritize getting workers back in the office full-time this year. Bosses more interested in keeping their workers happy than keeping cubicles staffed 9 to 5 from Monday to Friday. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. The pandemic ushering in a shift in how and where and when we work. With unemployment near a 50-year low, CEOs are desperate to retain talent. Their bigger fear is losing good workers, not getting them into the office. Absolutely, as it should be, because good workers are the key to driving financial results for your organization. Each industry is a little different. Banks brought back workers five days a week early. Amazon told staff in November they need to be in the office three days a week. So did Meta. But UPS wants office workers back full time later this spring. After all, the drivers can't work from home. Like, why are we doing this? On social media, plenty of griping about going into the office at all. There's just so many options out there that don't involve people going back to the office. 
But the dream of 100% work from home is fading, much like the dream of five full days in the office. Nearly full-time remote work has plummeted from 34% in 2022 to just 1% last year. Get back to work. Back to work for many in 2024 will mean getting back to work at home and in person for good. So, Christine, we've also been hearing a lot of people, you know, really pushing for this four-day yeah. work week. Is right. that is that something that is showing some traction? So that's a separate movement that's been fascinating. I've been watching it for a couple of years. And in Europe, they've tried this. And there's been a couple of pilot programs in the U.S. where you work four days a week and you have the, the, the fifth day is just for you, for your family business. It's been really popular, especially oh, in tech, in, some, in media. And some of these CEOs have told me that they're actually, their sales are up. Their profitability is up. Their productivity is up. So that's a very narrow lane here that we're talking about. But that has been tantalizing, I would say, that four-day work week. I would love that. I know. I does? feel like it's hard in our business, though. Like, you're on camera. Right. Like, I know people who... <laughs> and, and by the way, <laughs> by the way, it's not like we're working really hard. Well, that's true. That's true. But so, you know what? For the folks who are, I think, you yes. know, we were just talking about, you know, you're juggling with the kiddos and stuff like that. Like, I do think for so many families, having that extra day to just be present with each yes. other. Otherwise, you split. Well, you, yes. were, you were probably left for Al to go to a four-day work week. Yeah. She but, you know, the, the 10 commutes a week, I think, is something yes. that's pre, it's a pre-pandemic model. 10 commutes, really high child care. I feel like the pandemic sort of pulled the tide out and we could all see all of the ways we were, like, swimming without yes. a life vest, right? Oh, that's such a good way to put you it. You know, so I think that workers are really kind of demanding a little more flexibility so they can manage all of their family costs sure. and time and commuting and all that. And right now, honestly, workers have the upper hand. There are more people, there are more jobs open in America than people looking for jobs right now. So right now, the balance is in favor of the workers. Employees happy is never a bad thing. No, not at all. It's good for business. Oh, I say it's changed. good for business. <laughs> yeah. So good. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Christine. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about these NFL playoffs for yeah. a little bit. Uh, the next round is set. Yesterday, the Buffalo Bills and their star quarterback, Josh Allen, ran past the Pittsburgh Steelers. They won that one 31 to 17. That game was actually delayed a day because of that monster of a blizzard in Buffalo. So every time the Bills <laughs> scored, by the way, the fans put all that snow to good use. Raining down snowballs on the field in Buffalo. Um, no snow in the other matchup. No snow at all there. Tampa Bay eliminated the Philadelphia Eagles in a flat-out blowout. Oh. The Bucks won it 32 to 9. Meanwhile, the story, the bigger story here, perhaps, Eagles center Jason Kelsey seemed quite emotional on the sidelines. And this morning, we may know why. ESPN and the NFL Network, both citing sources who say that Kelsey did, in fact, tell his teammates that he's retiring. Wow. He did not comment about it uh, when he was asked about his future after the game. NBC has reached out to Kelsey's reps and the Eagles, but have not heard back. But all signs are pointing oh. to a heck of a run in yeah. Philadelphia yeah. for I've Jason only had the chance to, to meet him and talk with him once. He was such a nice yeah. guy. And first, first guy. bad Hall of Famer, too. Yeah. And probably yeah. will be a great broadcaster. Yeah, that is true. Sure. And he's funny. Yeah. He's witty. Yeah. He's got the personality. Yeah. And, so, and, and yeah. speaking of uh, great broadcasters, Aww. our dear friend, Chanel Jones. As you all know, she is a proud Northwestern mm -hmm. alum. Go Cats. Well, they are obviously very proud of you as well. Chanel, on the hey. cover of Northwestern. <laughs> cover girl. Hundreds of thousands of these go out to alumni. Uh, and this is a celebration of you uh, as, as, a, as a great broadcaster and somebody who works tirelessly for women's health issues yeah. and your thank marathon you. accomplishment. Thank you. And the fact oh, that you, oh, by the way, has three spread. children. Yeah. 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 Well, thank three you. great it's kids. It's surreal. 
This is surreal for me. I remember when I stepped on campus at Northwestern University, it was intimidating. I mean, Northwestern is one of the, and I'm not just saying this, one of the greatest universities in the world. And normally, I feel like people on the cover are like, you know, curing the common cold or something like that. Uh, this is true. Um, it so says, I take it as an honor. Thank it you. says, with intentionality and purpose, mm. Chanel Jones has willed herself Thank into you. the morning show spotlight. Thank you. And nobody does it with more positivity and more it integrity. Means a lot. And, one, and the author, thank you, Adrian Gibbs was um, in a class above mine, but it's so cool to see, you know, when we were all working so hard in the yeah. journalism school to yeah. as adults now. To, well, you are a class you know, above Thank you. Right. Well Thank done. you, Northwestern. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Very Thank nice. you. And well, now I'm going to go get glasses. That's right. Speaking of reading, you we're going to that you need. We're going to share the eye-opening results of Chanel's eye exam. We call her Mr. Magoo. You guys <laughs> you know what? will join us live to share whether Chanel, it's not whether she needs them, how strong no, do they No, maybe I won't need them, Vicky. Uh, but first, hey. Hey. To show oh. us the steps to do oh, the hustle, wait, the side hustle. Wait, have you? How to get started? That was a little extra cash. Oh yeah. Wait, Vicky, you That's can hide a rhythm from me. She's, we should be a new one. Our way. We'll be right back. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. In life, we're often driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to find candidates isn't to search. It's to match with Indeed. Indeed's a matching and hiring platform used by over 300 million global monthly users, according to Indeed data. Need quality candidates fast? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. And you'll connect with candidates in no time. And it's not just faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And here's the best part. Listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit, giving your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back with our Consumer Confidential. So if you've ever thought about getting yourself a little side hustle for some extra cash, well, if you don't know where to start, don't worry. We've got you covered. Our senior consumer investigative correspondent, Vicki Wynn, is here to help. Vicki, good morning. Hey, Vicki. Good morning. Oh, our music. Dude. Side yeah. hustle is just like a fun thing to say. Mm-hmm. But what exactly is it? It's a real thing. Simply put, basically, Dylan, it is a gig that is part-time that has nothing to do with your full-time job that earns you money. And here's the thing. A lot of people have side hustles. Mm-hmm. Bankrate did a survey, and they found 39% of American adults say, yeah, I have a side hustle. And it brings in, on average, $800 a month. The stat that I thought was very interesting is the one from LinkedIn that said 29% of people said they don't even want to move up in their current job, their primary job, because they want to devote more time time to their side hustle. It can be something you're interested in, a hobby, a passion. It can also be something that is a new business plan or a new skill that you're learning Mm -hmm. to pad your resume. So side hustle, very broad. And in the millennials and Gen Z, more than 50% have a side hustle. So back in the day, we used to call it a part-time job, right? (laughs) Anyway. Uh, so if you're thinking about this side hustle, uh, what should you be considering Mm. when you think about it? 
First, think about what you're good at and what you like to do, because a lot of times this is extra work that's going to take up your free time. So at least enjoy it in terms of bringing in the money. And also, just because you can turn a profit doesn't mean you should do it if you think it will take your joy and love away from this activity. So think about that. Be realistic about your time and your energy, right? You don't want to burn out for your primary job by doing the side hustle, because that's your main source of income. And then think about Do you need to inform your employer? Are there any rules in your contract or the work that you're doing that say you can't take on a second part-time gig? And also, are there any conflicts of interest? There are actual real considerations these days because of the way that the workforce is structured. What are some of the more common side hustles out there right now? So there are a lot of side hustles that have a very low barrier to entry, Craig, right? You don't really have to go out and learn new skills or invest in new products. Do you like pets? You could pet sit. Are you a good, responsible person? Maybe house sitting. You can babysit if you're into kids. Uh, dog walking is an easy way to yeah. kind of supplement your income. Get out, get some exercise too, get to know your neighbors. Something else to consider. We've heard about Verbo, obviously, and Airbnb for renting out a room or a house if you're lucky enough to have that. But also, these days, you can rent out a parking spot. You can rent out a pool. You can rent out your car. That is actually extremely profitable. If you think about how often am I using my car necessarily during a day or during a weekend or three-day weekend, if you put it on one of these sites, you could earn hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a month just loaning out your car. But you want to check with your insurance about that. Are there tax implications to this? Absolutely. And that's something you absolutely need to consider because the IRS wants you to report income, anything above $400 you need to report to the government government. So you'll, and if you are lucky enough to have one of these side hustles that is profitable, that's a good problem to have. You'll want to talk to your personal accountant about that. But think about other ways that you can advertise your skills. There are websites called Fiverr and Upwork. CNBC has reported on those where there are platforms that say, hey, I'm really good at being organized in administrative tasks. Yeah. I can be a virtual assistant. Oh. So there are virtual side hustles that you can oh. take part in. Maybe you're great with math and you can provide bookkeeping services mm. or you're a graphic artist or you're great with words. You can help a small business with their website. So really quickly, I was going to ask you how you launch it because I feel like some people have great ideas, but they don't know how to get the word out outside of their community. Yes. So this is where it's very important to be plugged into your LinkedIn network. This is a great use for social media instead of just doom scrolling or, you know, looking at other people's lives. This is the time. Look at your church group, your network. Talk to people about, hey, I'm starting this thing or I offer these services. Mm -hmm. Even old old fashioned flyers can be a great way to kind of get the word out. And then you're doing your market research and really understanding Mm -hmm. who are the customers, what can you charge for your services and what do people want? Wow, that's great. Great great idea. That's good. Vicky, thank Thank you, you, Vicky. All right. Well, coming up in today's checklist, the answer to the question we have been asking. Ah! Actually, we haven't been asking. We already know the answer. No. Does Chanel need glasses? Her eye doctor is here live to tell us and share why all of us, all of us should be scheduling that eye exam. Why am I talking then later, talking. then later, NASCAR great Jimmy Johnson hey. is hey. here live. We'll find out all about his Hall of Fame honor and why he is going to be really busy this year. Third hour today, we'll be back in just 60 seconds. Please don't say away. I don't need glasses. We are back with a special today's checklist. Now, we have been gently pointing out for the past few months that our <laughs> dear friend, Jill, yes. has been... Uh, I literally uh, bought her glasses. Well, she's been having some problems seeing our teleprompter when it's far away. So we want to just show you what we mean. Tomorrow on the third hour today, look who we have. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have, um, you may remember him from Downton Abbey and The Crown. Actor Matthew Good will be live in studio. You had to wait till the prompt <laughs> came closer so you could read. I don't know what you're talking about. Coming up wait. on Hoda and Jenna, Saturday Night Live's Chloe Fine. You couldn't even read it from there. Well, you Get know your me. eyes checked. You don't know me. 
Okay, so that was about a month ago. Then, uh, Dylan, even, you get dif- uh, gifted yeah. Chanel a pair of readers no. uh, for our secret Santa. Okay, oh, so I can take the hint. You guys all wear glasses. That's why it's no big deal to you. But yeah. it's just, who has time for this? Okay, so I actually decided to go for my annual eye exam. And my doctor, board-certified optometrist and lovely at Studio Optics right here in Rockefeller Center. Uh, Dr. Sarah Kiblinoff is here to share my results live. Good morning to you. Good morning. So let me just tell you something. A producer came with us on our eye exam. She could not, she wouldn't tell me anything. So I have no idea. Oh, well, I think well, you probably have a hint. Well, I'm still in denial. Well, let's yeah. find out. First okay. of all, Doc, Dr. Klimanov, you know, a lot of folks tend to, especially as you get past 40, run to the drugstore, get those readers. Right. Uh, uh, why is it really important? for folks like Chanel and all of us to get our eyes examined yes. professionally? That's a great question. And so it's true, you can get glasses and glasses are a really important thing to help you see, obviously, if you need them. Um, but actually, it's really cool that when you go to an eye doctor, we can see things that you wouldn't ordinarily know about. And so like diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, glaucoma, completely silent until it's like way too late for patients to know. But if you come to the eye doctor, lots of these things are reversible. So we have some exciting things to share about Chanel's eye exam. Dr. Klipinoff, we've got the eye chart here. This is, again, 20 feet away, which I understand is a standard. So should we see if she can? Oh my God. Should we, we see we how sure well she does. Okay. So we didn't examine the office already, but Chanel, cover your left eye, please. Okay. What's the lowest line of letters that you can read right here? I can see it. N P X T Z F H. Okay. And let's cover the other eye. Okay. <laughs> Open angry? the other eye. Because <laughs> I don't want glasses. N P X T Z F H. She can actually see it. That's I know. Well, Do I, I, I not need bigger. glasses? I think it's bigger than it should be. What? Why are we? <laughs> I think this is what I think. I think I just need readers. Okay, Okay, so are we ready for the results? Do I need glasses? Well, in fact, you do need a prescription when we, well, here's the story. Let's see what happens here. (laughs) Come on. He needs glasses. Come on, my friend. Oh, look at that. Do I need glasses? Let's see what happens when you put these on. readers? Yeah, where are those glasses? Oh, those look great. (laughs) So can we put the eye chart back up? Okay. And the question is, does it look clearer? So Chanel actually has. Oh, yeah, they do. You can lift them up and look without it, Chanel. And so, yeah, you have. No, but that but readers would work, doctor. Well, you have a different prescription in each eye. And we have really she does. And we have a lens inside our eye that has to crank up focus every time you want to read. So you are actually working harder than you need to in order to see things far away. Mm -hmm. But then by the end of the night to see your phone or the laptop or read. She's right. You need even more help there. So what do I do, doctor? My professional opinion is that you need to wear glasses when you want to see better. You're working too hard. So you think I should wear them on the show? I think you should wear them if you want to see the teleprompter better. (laughs) Did you find something interesting in in Chanel's right eye? We found something super interesting in Chanel's right eye. Totally benign and super cool. I think we have a picture of it. I don't know if we want to see it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's it? called asteroid hyalosis. And so... We have a picture of it? Uh, we Ooh. do have a picture wow. of it. Welcome and to my eyeballs. This? So this is her right eye. So we have phenomenal ways to take images of the back of the eye. Totally normal. This is like you can imagine the starry night. So in the gel of the eye, <gasps> we have this vitreous, this gel. And suspended in your right eye are these little asteroid bodies, and they look like stars. They're so named asteroids. Oh. And so they don't bother you, right? You can really? see perfectly out of I'm your right eye. I'm kind of a unicorn, doctor. That's yeah. That's yeah. Unicorn. False eyelashes but, in that picture? Yes. <laughs> well, her eyelashes are gorgeous. What, what, now, what kind of glasses should she pick as far as the shape of her face? I mean... 
So at Studio Optics, we have really okay. fabulous curated um, glasses right, from right. all over the world. Okay, well, and, Doctor, um, we're going to try those out during yes. the commercial. Yes, we okay. really you're thank so you lovely. so much. Thank That's you. really But lovely. your vision's oh, great. I want you to you know go. that you're terrific. Just wear glasses you. if you want to see better. Well, well, all right. Doctor Thank, you so Thank you so much. Yeah. All oh, right. No. She told us what we already knew. Well, I didn't coming, know. Coming up, we're going to catch up with a guy who's got to have pretty good eyesight, a NASCAR icon and soon-to-be Hall of Famer, Jimmy Johnson, and breaking some race news. Third hour of today. I'll be right back. with one of the greatest race car drivers to ever get behind the wheel. Jimmy Johnson has seven career NASCAR Cup Series championships, and he has won the biggest race in sport, the Daytona 500, not once, but twice. Well, now Jimmy is about to add NASCAR Hall of Famer to his resume. He is a member of the class of 2024. And even though he's retired from full-time racing, Jimmy's racing calendar is filling up. Good morning, sir. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Uh, we'll get to, get to more of that in just a moment here. But this is uh, the first time that a lot of your fans have heard from you since that uh, unspeakable tragedy uh, last, last year. Um, we've known you for a while. We just want to tell you how sorry we were. How are you? How is your family holding up? Well, first and foremost, thank you for the support and uh, friends and family. Uh, Fans far and wide have been extremely supportive, and that's helped us through this uh, incredibly difficult time. But we're, we're managing the best we can. That's really all you, all you can do. So uh, thank you for the support and the continued support. Really, really. And, and you have the support from so many fans who are now so excited to see you back out on the racetrack. Just an hour ago, you made a huge announcement. Yes. Tell us more. Yes, it's been a, a very busy off season, uh, but just this morning we've announced that Carvana is going to come back and sponsor me again for a handful of races starting nice. at the Daytona 500. Yes. Wow! Uh, so very excited about that. In addition to that great news, uh, we just announced a new partnership with Family Dollar and Dollar Tree, okay. also with Advent Health, wow. and a partnership with Toyota. So Legacy Motor Club has a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're growing quickly and, and certainly hope to be a force within the NASCAR industry. That's awesome. Okay, so I'm going to add another one. Uh, this Friday you'll be inducted into the NASCAR Hall of uh, Fame. Wow. I mean, just that little thing. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. How does it feel to say that out loud? It's, I mean, it's not a surprise. I knew it was, I knew sure. the day was coming. Um, and I'm very grateful for the success I've had in the car. But it's been so fun to lean into this experience and to share this moment with so many that, that helped me get here. Yeah. Um, as a race car driver, I often get looked at as just the one that gets it done. And people don't realize how big of a team sport it really it's is. True. So after 19 years of full-time cup racing, I get to go into the hall. And there's, there's a lot of people to share that with. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Well, the other thing I think is kind of cool is even though you're an American racing legend, you, you live in London. <laughs> uh, Every time. Yeah, we're there now. Um, I flew over last night, so uh-huh. I look a little sleepy. I'm sorry. But <laughs> no. um, oh. you know, I've, I've had a work opportunity that afforded us the opportunity to um, have, a, have a visa and go and, and spend, uh-huh. you know, truly spend time there. Um, it's been great for our family in, in many, many ways and uh, an adventure year for us. It's been, been cool. Do you have to get used to driving on the other side of the road? That's been so tricky. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Not only the wrong side of the road, but the wrong side of the car. Yes. That's true. Yes. And, and we look like fools on our block because we walk out to the car. I go to the where I wrong think the driver's side. seat yeah. should be, and my wife goes to the other That's side. How, fa- how fast do you think you could comfortably drive on that side Ooh. of the road? I mean, if, if there were no speed limit. Oh, I mean, there's any, any speed. <laughs> but they do have have um, a very in-depth camera system to make sure that you don't speed in yeah, London. Really? It's, it's got me a couple we times. We just already. saw I think, a picture of your daughters there a few moments ago. You, you and your wife have, have two girls. There they, yeah, are. they are. Yeah. Um, 
Do you see that same fearlessness in them? You think one of them might might drive a car at the some point? The one on the right, yes. My youngest one, Lydia, is fearless, and Evie is is much more calculated, but certainly fearless in her own ways. And it's just incredible watching them grow. Uh, Thirteen and ten. Um, it's just uh, that was that was at Le Mans last year when I was able to race in the twenty four hours of Le Mans. Just an incredible experience, and we're making the most out of our time across the pond. I love that. And besides, you know, being a driver, you're also an owner. How has it been like for you? You know. Being on the owner's side of things, do you do you have more control or less control since you're not in the car? I'm not sure I know yet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it, it really um, has been a, a new position for me to be in, and I'm trying to uh, make sure I surround myself with great people. We have a great a great executive staff that's really leading um, all the different departments of the race team and allowing me to learn. I mean, I spent so many years behind the wheel. Um, I want to surround myself with intelligent people to help me understand that aspect of ownership. And I have an amazing partner, Maury Gallagher, and uh, we're we're making great changes. Jimmy Johnson, cool. always good to You're have so you. You're so gracious. Thank so you. good to have yeah. you. Glad to be here. Thank and you. Glad to hear that the family is, is doing as well as can be expected. Yeah. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Uh, and congratulations again, by the yeah. way. And folks, you can watch the NASCAR Hall of Fame induction ceremony exclusively mm-hmm. on Peacock. Since you bought it for the football game, you might as well <laughs> keep using it. That's this Friday, January 19th at 8 p.m. I love it. Jimmy and I are going to go get some contacts. <laughs> exactly. All right, just ahead, we are catching up with the stars of a fun new rom-com. Actors Lucy Hale and Nat Wolf are live to tell us all about it. And then later, Babs from Brunch with Babs is making and breakfast in Today Food. A tasty twist on Overnight Oats. She's going to show you how to do it when we come right back. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. We are back with two multi-talented actors sharing the screen in a new rom-com. Lucy Hale spent seven seasons playing Aria Montgomery on the hit show Pretty Little Lies. That was a good show. Thank you. Uh, 2007, Nat Wolf rose to fame as one half of the Naked Brothers band on Nickelodeon. That was a good show. Uh, And and now they play Jane and Will in a new movie. It's called Which Brings Me to You. Their characters hit it off after meeting at a wedding and spend the next 24 hours trading relationship stories. Are you going to eat that? No, no, no. It's all yours. Man, I haven't thought about Jody in so long. It's like I was a different person. You never forget your first heartbreak, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. What was yours? <laughs> no, no, we don't need to get into all that, trust me. You know what? I want my pie back. 
What? Yeah, just feeling hungry, and I think I want some pie. Are you reneging on your pie offer? I'll make you a trade, okay? I'll give you some of this pie if you tell me your first heartbreak. Ooh. And oh. then it begins. Oh. Oh. Good morning to you. you. It's funny, I was watching it last night and I was like, oh, pie would be good right about now. Uh, so wait, before we get into this, I should say, you guys had to, or at least did you both have to walk here? I mean, the traffic is crazy here. No lie, we had about 10 minutes to get here. I threw on someone else's sneakers. We ran through the sleet and the snow. But, but we made it. Here. Yeah. We're, we're here. here. We're here. We were I jumped it. on a hang glider. Sure. And I went <laughs> right into the studio. I love it. Just the traffic is bad. Yeah. You already feel the chemistry. You guys have known each other for, I think, like a decade. But this is the first time you guys have worked together. What attracted you to this role? I loved this movie because we got to play all different ages. So mm-hmm. We got to play from 16 to, how old are we, 30? Ish. I'm, I'm, I'm rounding 50. This is, <laughs> it's a big birthday coming 50s. out. Yeah. But we, it's so the movie starts how usual rom coms end. So they meet at the beginning, they get together. And I, then it's funny because yeah. I was like, where's this going? Because this seems like it would be yeah. the end, and that is what happened. And then we show a bunch of different it's flashbacks. Cute. And why did, why were you attracted to this role, Nat? I just wanted to work with Lucy. Good answer. And I finally I got my chance. Well done. Yeah. Well played. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, and I understand also, Nat, you got a, you had a hand in, in working on some of the scenes yourself. Well, I had the idea that um, I had the idea that they enter each other's flashbacks. But at, my original idea was that we played every single character in the movie, and they said that that was ridiculous. <laughs> like, like I would play Will. Like I don't understand. No, no, no. You would oh, play all your boyfriends, and then I would play. I, would play I mean, all you would my play, boyfriends. and I would. No, no. You would play. Sorry, you would play all my your girlfriends. Girl. Yeah, all your boyfriends. Yeah, my. Yeah, that would have been interesting back the other way around. Right. It would have been interesting the other way. Not around. sure yeah. it would have worked, but I appreciate where your head was at. But it yeah. is yeah. a little quirky when people see it. It's like it's good. It's yeah. like, it takes because a different flashback. Yes. It's very fun to film. Yeah. Rom-coms only work when there's chemistry. And there's clearly a little chemistry here. How, how no, I'm pissed off. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I, did, I wanted to do it. solo press, but he somehow, I was like, yeah. call in the snow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make said, him late. But yeah, here yeah. we are. Did you have the chemistry before this role or... So there is a story here. Oh, I actually tweeted I'm about. Here for. I tweeted about Nat in 2014. We met. We, on, oh, we here's met the a, tweet. Oh Wait, yeah, Nat Wolf seriously? might be the cutest. We met on a Talk carpet about manifesting. in like By the way, the timestamp on that is 2:19 a.m. What was I doing? Correct. That, that correct. So we met at the Teen Choice Awards. Who knows what I was up to that night? So, so, so my just to put my my, my response into 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 perspective, I said loved your speech. It was hilarious, which is definitely that not his way not, of flirting back. Hold on, with hold me. on. Just to put it into perspective, <laughs> I did meet her, and and I I was in a relationship on the carpet. Oh, so I think that was loyal. an approved that was an approved tweet back. But okay. there was definitely oh, a that's flirty funny. Uh-oh. And from so here the we are, yeah. ten years later, in a rom- power rom- manifestation. Yeah. Are, yeah. Matt, are you are you are you guys? Just on screen, a couple chemistry. This is the Today oh, this Show. This is the Today Show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Nat, oh, oh Nat, no. Nat, Nat, oh, 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 we've been on the air for about nine. I think this is the first time. And we, you were oh, much, no. you were much nicer when you were two thousand eight. Oh, oh, I love this. I love this show. It was trying to make. We'll find out. We're gonna have to run a check. We're not. We're not running the segment. Well, so the answer is yes. Well, well, they didn't say no. Just friends. Well, now we're just friends. We broke up. We broke up. Also, the Today Show broke up with me. Well, I guess. Oh, look at the time. My gosh. 
Lucy, Nat, thank you so much. It's all about What brings me to you? Which brings me to you? Which brings me to you? Get the glasses. The wheels are off. It's theater. in today's food. Social media star, Brunch with Babs. Everything was going so well. Is here to share an easy, healthy, and tasty smoothie. Third hour of today, we'll be right back. You're just so comfortable with that. One of my favorite interviews. We are back with today's food. Now, if you've resolved to eat drink better in 2024, we have got you covered with help from a special guest, Barbara Babs Costello, better known as Brunch with Babs, has amassed millions of TikTok followers with her recipes and life hacks. She's also a Silk Page spokesperson, and this morning, she's sharing two of her favorite plant-based breakfasts. So good to see you, Barbara. It's wonderful to be here. Welcome back. to be with you guys. And our first recipe is a red uh, berry. Okay. Uh, crisp smoothie. Ooh, Full disclosure, okay. we've been sipping it. It's yummy. It is delicious. It's good. We, we start with frozen raspberries. Okay. Uh, frozen strawberries. Okay. You're going to put another raspberries okay. out. Are these frozen too? No, those are no, fresh. It's important to use fresh and frozen. Ah, okay. Why is that? The, the frozen thickens it, and the fresh fruit with the silk vanilla almond milk will make it creamy. Okay. So we added our almond milk to right. that. Then you're going to pop in the granola because okay. it's a crisp, so we need it a little crunchy. Got it. And then we've got some almond butter. Okay. And oh, you're doing a great job. Okay. I can tell you've had experience in the kitchen. Mm. And then we need the maple syrup. Okay. Uh, oh, just nice. for a little sweetener. Sure. Yeah. And then some cinnamon. Oh, like this the cinnamon. Is, and we're going to put the top on if we were going to make it right now. Right. And we'd let it whirl until it's nice and smooth. Did and you try it yet, Al? I have not yet. Try going it. to okay. come out like so this. Wait, yeah, and you, you put, you put some more granola on top? And now you top? could garnish it with some more granola. Uh-huh. Extra, granola extra a sprinkle. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> out of control. Okay. And then a, and then a, a sprinkle of cinnamon. Mm. And you've got breakfast this on the go. This is delicious. Is that not delicious? That is, Cheers. That is very good. Cheers. All right, what's next? Cheers, Al. Very good. Craig? That's yummy. Click, click, click. There you go. Okay. okay, our next breakfast entree. Okay. Now, uh, back in the day, in the 1980s, I was just talking to Al about this, but morning glory muffins were the thing. Oh, no. And ah. everything was in this muffin. Yes. It was like okay. you clean out the refridge. Okay. So you start uh, with that, but this is going to be overnight. These are like overnight. Oh, Everybody loves overnight. Which we love. Which we love because okay. breakfast is waiting for you. Yeah. So we start with regular rolled oats, not the quick cooking. Okay. Right. Then we're going to put in two and a half cups of silk almond milk unsweet. Uh-huh. So right into you start with a big bowl, obviously, because a lot That's of stuff good. is going in here. Okay. Then, oh my goodness, I'm going to lift this tray up because mm-hmm. everything is going in. So you can use any dried fruit. Mm-hmm. I'm using dried cherries. Right, right in. Yep. A diced apple. Right. Okay. A carrot. Yeah. Really? Uh, it was uh, carrot. carrot cake back it then. It was. That's yeah. right. Toasted pecans. You could use pepitas, walnuts, mm-hmm. and a little brown sugar. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to add just a brown bit. Sugar. Yes. Just a bit. That was of- Chanel's nickname in high school, Pat. <laughs> really? Did you know that? That train's never late. Wow. <laughs> Who would have thunk? Uh, and then I've got some orange juice. Oh. And you're going to stir this to combine. Mm, and I won't put you back to work, Al. You did all the heavy lifting. It's like layers and, of flavor. Uh, then overnight mm-hmm. in the refridge, next morning you can garnish. You know, you need the toasted coconut. Mm-hmm. Oh, coconut yeah. Coconut is always in a morning glory muffin. And then you, you've got the orange slices, yep. diced apples, more toasted nuts. And if you want to thin it out a bit, yep. more silk almond uh, milk 
Okay. Unsweetened. Baptist, Baptist is delicious. Right? Is that great? And you know what I like, though, with what? my cold oatmeal overnight? What's yeah. that? I always like to pop it in the microwave for 30 seconds oh. just to take the chill off. Okay. okay. And it makes delicious. it just more, you know, refreshing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Babs. Great For these recipes, here. just head to today.com slash food or scan the QR code to save them for later. And this January, our sponsor, Silk, launched the mm-hmm. Feel Plenty Good Challenge. Silk is encouraging all of you to add more nutrition to your morning meals. Excuse me, for seven days. Okay. They're giving away breakfast for life. Wow. Piggy. Wow. Which in my case could be tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> learn more <laughs> at today.com. Third hour of today. I'll be right back. <laughs> ah, tomorrow here on the third hour of today, the hottest tech gadgets from the Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, that was just on Vegas. That's right. Coming up, Hoda and Jenna, Oscar-winning actress return, Jamie Lee Curtis. We will see you tomorrow. Have a great Are day, you everybody. Have your glasses on tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.